Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Encounter with God Together. I hope you've all had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. And uh, I'm really happy to have Tony, Dr. Tony Hart with us uh, at the end of this holiday season. And thank you, Tony, for taking uh, time out of your long weekend to, to be with us. Well, I'm glad to be here. It's a privilege to be able to do this with you. Great. That's great. We're glad you're here too. And Encounter with God Together is a weekly audio and video podcast for those of you who, who haven't normally tuned in. And we go over the readings that are in the Encounter with God Together, or just the Encounter with God um, daily Bible reading guide, which you can also subscribe to online or even read daily online. Tony um, is the president of Grand Old Gospel Fellowship, and uh, he oversees 15 churches and is a pastor of one of them, the Monco Bible Fellowship. And Tony has um, customized this daily Bible reading guide with a, a message from him as pastor, and you've been distributing that uh, to your own congregations. Is that right, Tony? Yeah, we are pleased to be able to partner with Scripture Union in that effort to make that daily devotional available to, uh, to our people. Yeah, and I think you've uh, you've really customized it in a way that works for your your um, community. So that's wonderful. So thank you for being part of this extension of the community and uh, taking this coming week's readings. I know we're going to focus on wrapping up um, Matthew and then and then just a little tee off to Malachi. So let me pray for you, Tony, uh, before you before you get going, um, Father. I do pray. For Tony, I thank you for just the um, the tremendous responsibility that is his as he runs this uh, ministry and as he oversees this fellowship of churches and even pastors, one of them. Father, so many things in his to-do list, and yet he takes time to reflect on your word, uh, which enables him to do that to-do list. And I thank you now uh, for the reflections he'll bring to us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, Tony, over to you. Okay, um, just to take a, a brief overview of Matthew 18, there's so much there that we could spend time on, but um, it is a very important passage of scripture, not only for individuals, but also for the church as a whole and how we should be dealing with offenses and sin that, uh, that arises from time to time. Um, you know, as they, as they say in marriage, that you're a sinner and you marry a sinner, so don't be surprised when there's sin. <laughs> Not <laughs> only true in the household, but it's also true in the church that uh, we shouldn't be surprised when sin crops up because uh, we're dealing with fallen mankind. Um, however, there are some important uh, uh, principles that we need to follow. And uh, one of them is to be able to deal with sin um, it, on an individual basis, one-on-one -on -one with the person that has offended you, uh, rather than going into gossip and talking to other people about what this person has done. Uh, gossip really causes a lot of division and problems. And uh, we need to restrain ourselves when it comes to gossip and go to the person directly to deal with the problems that, that come up and the offense that's been, that has arisen. And so that's principle number one. You know, I, I share at, at Monco quite a bit about when we talk about gossip, 
there are three B's that define gossip. Bad news, <laughs> behind the back, and from a bad heart. Oh, and you're right. Those, all of those. All those things uh, come together to just cause division and problems. And then from the, the church's standpoint, you know, when it comes to church discipline, I think Matthew 18 really puts it right in the lap of the leaders in the church to exercise church discipline, which is probably not a favorite subject of church leaders today. We sort of shy away from that. But, um, but there are a couple of principles that we need to follow. One is that it's not the church's business to, to proclamate and, and promote somebody's sin. And so we're not in the business of um, telling everybody what you did um, any more than you would like anybody to tell everybody what, what an, you as an individual did. And so we need to be very careful that, that sin should be confessed within the circle that it is known. And uh, right. I think that's an important principle. If it's, a, if it's something that took place in the household between a husband and wife, well, then the church doesn't need to necessarily broadcast that to everybody. It needs to be confessed and dealt with in that context. And I think that's consistent with the principle of first going to that person and dealing one-on-one -on -one with them. If it's something that was done in a small group setting, then it needs to be confessed to as widely as that sin is known. Mm. Now, of course, it's more complicated when you get the public sins. You know, I always say if they catch me running out of the bank with a bag of money in my hands and the police shooting after me, well, if that's on the front page of the newspaper, then, then I need to make a confession that's widely known as widely as the sin is known. Um, in the church context, if you have uh, where it gets sort of sticky is with young people getting pregnant and that kind of thing, and it becomes widely known, well, then, you know, there needs to be wisdom used in terms of how, how you handle that. But I think the principle that we don't want to promote people's sin is, uh, is something that we need to hold on to. The other thing that's really important here in Matthew 18 is that uh, we need to understand that, that um, kicking somebody out of the church, that, that kind of release from considering them to be a sinning brother or sister um, and taking them out of fellowship only happens when there is rebellion. In fact, the language that's used there is in the text is that when they refuse to hear. Um, I just had a, a very similar situation um, where a brother was just adamant that it didn't matter what the Bible said, didn't matter what the church said, didn't matter what God says, this is what I'm going to do and I'm doing it. Well, when somebody takes that attitude and there is rebellion, then that opens the door for that kind of release. You consider that person to be a sinning brother. And even then, it's in love with the hope that you can find restoration and have them come back. <clears throat> so, um, those are principles that I think are, are important for us to remember, both on an individual basis and on uh, a more uh, church-wide basis. But then the second half of Matthew 18, he, he talks about our, our willingness to forgive. And that even when we are sinned against, even when there is offense against us, 
we need to be willing to forgive and we need to be able to let it go and move forward. Um, I like to say that, you know, forgiveness is not optional. It's a requirement of every believer. But um, while trust, I mean, while forgiveness is a decision that you make in your head to release that person from any obligation, uh, trust is something that needs to be rebuilt over time. And so there may not be reconciliation right away, but there <laughs> should be forgiveness. It shouldn't be where you keep bringing up the same things over and over again. It, you know, it comes to a point just like a debt that's released where it's done, it's finished and you put it behind you. But if you, you know, steal money out of my wallet and uh, I even forgive you for the $5 you took out of my wallet, the fact of the matter is next time you come around, I might pick my wallet up and make sure it's in my pocket. Right. So trust is something that has to be rebuilt over time. There are consequences. When, that's right. Even when I, I can forgive you. And the idea of being able to forgive 70 times seven is uh, is a huge, uh, that that's beyond what most of us can even imagine. But that's, that's a lot of $5. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We, or, or somebody stepping on your toe or saying something that's offensive to you, you know, you need to be able to, to let it go. Um, one other thing that I want to, I want to share in this portion of scripture, which is sometimes misunderstood is that the, the servant who was owed 10,000 talents, that is a huge sum of money in today's economy. Mm. Uh, we'd be talking about billions of dollars. That was actually uh -huh. more than the gross national product of Israel at the time. So it was much more than this person would ever, ever see in his lifetime. It just demonstrates the idea that, that there's no way he could ever repay that debt. And isn't that the position we're in before God? That there's just no way that we could ever repay that debt but God was merciful and gracious and he's forgiven us that huge sum of debt that we owed him, the, the forgiveness that he's offered us. And then when we go out and navigate the world and people offend us, that, that other uh, servant who went out, uh, he was owed a hundred denarii. Now, you know, sometimes a hundred denarii is dismissed as some little pittance when actually a denarii was a day's wage in that in that time. Wow. And so a hundred denarii was about 30, about three months wages. So in our economy, that'd be a few thousand dollars. And uh, so it's not a little tiny little amount. It's a significant sum. Somebody owes you a few thousand dollars. You want your money, right? <laughs> well, that's the situation, but it was a manageable rather than thinking about it as a, uh, you know, a, a, just a small pittance. We need to think about it as a manageable sum that you could put a friend who owed you a few thousand dollars on a monthly payment and, uh, and they could resolve that kind of a debt. And that's the situation that I think we're in. So, so we need to remember that we owe God a debt that we could never repay. And whatever offense people bring to us, it's something that's manageable. It's something that we can work through. It's something that we can, you know, take care of on a one-to-one -one basis and see our way through, especially in light of the fact that we have received such forgiveness. 
And um, yeah. I think that's what that's really the message here, Matthew 18, that uh, that we need to be a forgiving people. And, uh, and remember that. And then Malachi, just to jump into that very quickly, you know, Malachi chapter one is a, is an excellent portion of scripture to just remind us that uh, that we should um, love God, put him first, always offer him our very best. And, and that comes to, to all of our heart. It comes to our worship. It comes even to our relationships with other people that we need to offer God our very best. We could never repay him for what he's done, but we need to offer him our very best and giving him second best, giving him bad attitudes, giving him an unforgiving heart, giving him, uh, you know, all the half-baked uh, things that we give him so often, it just doesn't cut it. It doesn't <laughs> doesn't work. And so uh, we're challenged by these portions of scripture to, to be our very best before God and before our fellow man. And I trust that as you go through the, the study guides and, and uh, read through that the Lord will speak to your heart. Thank you so much, Tony. Yeah, it is a challenging, challenging passage. Uh, you know, sometimes we forget just how much we ourselves owed and yeah. we're forgiven, you know, and, and we're we're demanding of things that we have no real right to demand yeah. or or get angry about. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's a challenging week. I, I, I do pray for our our readers who go through this end of Matthew section and yeah. uh, kick off Malachi. And uh, yeah, um, it's really right. great. Thank you so much. Well, it's been it's been a pleasure sharing. Yeah, this. always a pleasure to see you and have you, and we just really enjoy our partnership with you. All and, right, um, and uh, trust that you'll have a good a good uh, season between the seasons, the <laughs> Advent, the coming Advent. <clears throat> that you'll you too be. have a have a a great New Year and Christmas season as well. All right, thanks, Tony, and thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll see you next Monday. Bye for now. Thank you.